0: If you or I had a dollar for every time people reacted to the news that you homeschool by saying, I wouldn't have the patience to homeschool, we'd likely be able to buy that amazing curriculum on our wish list. I don't have the patience to homeschool is the topic of today's podcast. I yeah Welcome to Canada Homeschools, the dose of inspiration and encouragement for Canadian homeschoolers. Canada Homeschools features interviews with homeschool group organizers, resource suppliers, and conversations with everyday homeschoolers just like you, all from a Canadian perspective. I'm your host, Rowan Atkinson. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. <laughs> in 400 meters yet in 100 meters you have reached your destination I don't like packing lunches. And for me, that's a great reason to homeschool because you don't have to pack a lunch. But I definitely don't have the patience to homeschool. I didn't have the patience to be married either, but by grace, we aren't far from our 30th anniversary. In some ways, I can applaud the person who is so self-aware that they would realize that they would come up against impatience in the process of homeschooling. They are basing this on their experience of parenting and extrapolating it onto homeschooling. We've talked about this before, but homeschooling is like 10x parenting, and often the hard parts of educating our children have nothing to do with academics. In my experience, and if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, the common thread of all the regrets of homeschooling parents really involves this issue of patience. Patience and pressure and tempers. The truth is, most people are impatient by nature, and the virtue of patience is something that has to be learned and that we can grow in. What are some of the reasons that we get impatient? For me, My impatience was rarely triggered with a child actually not understanding a concept or having a learning difficulty. If this happens, we can try to find another way to explain it or use examples, or pictures, or manipulatives, or come at it from a different angle. If this is your area of impatience, and we each have our own areas, I do understand that it can be frustrating to repeat the same explanation over and over again. I have a couple of ideas that can help you. The first is to take some time to get to know your child's learning style. Keep listening in to the podcast, as we will have an episode on that coming up. Your child may learn by doing hands-on activities, by looking or by hearing. They may need to verbally process what they read in order to hear it in their ears. Once you learn your child's learning language, you can start to adjust your teaching to the way they learn best. You will start to recognize, too, that some curriculums work better for their learning styles than others. And each child is different too. Another idea that may help you with the challenge of getting frustrated when your child isn't getting it is to realize that they may not be quite ready for the concept yet. This is very common when kids are learning to read, for example. Reading readiness is something that varies widely between children. I have seen some of my kids get it quickly, and some of them struggle a little, and I had to try so many things. But when they are ready... It clicks and it isn't so hard anymore. In math, learning the basics like multiplication tables is so important to be able to do an equation later. So let your child's learning progress in their natural development without being a slave to what the curriculum says has to be mastered in a couple of days. This is one of the downfalls of group education that usually teachers have to teach to the average and the slower ones get lost and left behind and the fast ones get bored. Make the most of your homeschooling advantage to take a little longer on a concept when it's needed and to go faster when it comes easily. If you like to overplan your schedule and you know who you are, Be sure to put buffer days into your planner for catching up because learning challenges and, well, life happens. Learning struggles could be a trigger of frustration for some, but I suspect that this is not the main cause of our struggles with impatience for most of us. What is patience? Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Some words that give the same idea are forbearance, restraint, composure, tolerance, and equanimity, among others. I find the word equanimity to be a little comical. Why would we be expected to be equanimous and then be given such complicated hormones? But I digress. Or do I? Am I the only one who has a few less patient days than others in a given month? The idea of tolerance, and I don't mean the skewed, woke version that society is touting these days, but real tolerance can help us with an area of impatience that has to do with expectations. Tolerance gives the idea of allowing for differences. These differences can be ones of personality or or with children, ones of maturity, the difference between how we expect them to act and how mature they are in reality. Your child may be talkative, and attention-seeking by nature when you would prefer solitude and quiet. Understanding how they are wired and what they need may help you to put aside your preference and show them some patient understanding. You may need to recharge and have boundaries, but this will help to have patience when someone is different than you. If you are a type A go-getter, and your child is a slow and steady wins the race kind of person? Understanding and tolerating your differences will help you adjust your expectations to match how they are wired. Little children will spill their milk or forget to do things, and being reminded of this will help us not to get so upset when it happens. You've heard the old saying, no use crying over spilled milk. We want them to grow in their maturity, but what we expect needs to be geared to their developmental stages as well. Tolerance can acknowledge differences and adjust expectations to the person instead of measuring everyone up to the same impossible standard. Speaking of impossible standards, are you a perfectionist? Perfectionism may be a cause of impatience in your homeschool. A perfectionist is someone who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. They strive for flawlessness and set excessively high performance standards. Here are a few signs that you may be a perfectionist. You have a very specific manner in which things should be done. If this is you, your impatience may even spill over into your marriage as well if your spouse does dishes with the drainer on the left side instead of the right, or holds the baby in the perfectly safe football hold instead of the cradle hold that you prefer. You also might be a perfectionist if there is no room for mistakes and you have to jump in and correct everything right away. Being with kids all day and homeschooling is a recipe for impatience if you can't handle mistakes because mistakes happen all the time. It might be helpful to picture yourself on the receiving end of this pressure to see how it comes across to the kids. I used to get upset when I made a mistake, but over the years I am learning to laugh at myself. I really admire those who can just laugh at themselves and then pick themselves up and carry on. This lesson comes easier to some than others. You might be a perfectionist if you are extremely hard on yourself, or can't handle criticism. This next sign that you might be a perfectionist may surprise you, but it's procrastination. Sometimes you won't do something unless or until you can do it perfectly. Since we don't always have the time, resources, or know-how to do things perfectly, we become paralyzed with procrastination. Are any of your children perfectionists? This may be a struggle for them as well. When we are creating standards or expectations for our children, it's helpful to meet them where they are at plus stretch them a little. If we expect too much too soon, it can end in temper and tears on both sides. Kids can feel defeated and like they can't ever measure up. Pressuring our kids overly hard to get scholarships or to be a doctor when they'd rather do something else can lead to problems. Our style of education can contribute to us not having the patience to homeschool. I mention this often, but if you are a slave to your curriculum and try to get eight subjects done in a day, and your day becomes cracking the metaphorical whip over the children to get their workbooks complete, you need to step back and make some changes. Are the kids really learning if they are rushing to get the check mark for getting things done? This fosters the kind of learning that crams for a test and then forgets everything afterwards. Relaxing the structure a little and managing the expectations to be more realistic will allow some joy to seep back into your homeschool. Two of the other synonyms for patience are restraint and composure. So losing our cool and freaking out are the opposite of patience. Self-control is a virtue that is closely related to patience. We can be mad, but control ourselves from behaving badly. Sometimes, and I hate to say it, but it's true, we behave worst with the people we love the most. If this is your struggle, examine the underlying causes And do some heart work and the whole family will benefit. Are you under stress? Have you been getting enough sleep? Are you and your spouse sharing the load fairly or do you resent that it seems to be all on your shoulders? Are you trying to control everything and not delegating to others because it has to be perfect? So take some time to unpack the root causes of your impatience so that changes can be made. In the show notes for this episode at canadahomeschools.com, I have a curated list of recommended books that have helped me and others with some of these issues. One of the things that made me most frustrated in my homeschool was when my kids didn't do their assigned work. Some of that could be attributed to being my fault because I wasn't super good at follow-up, so they would get away with it for quite a while and then suddenly they would have a day of reckoning. I was raised to be obedient and I raised them to say yes mommy when they were little as well. Maybe some of our attention deficit issues have come into play in this regard and maybe their character was at fault. I just know the disobedience could be very frustrating at times. Our kids didn't have a whole lot of privileges to take away either by the way. But here's the thing. There are ways to deal with it that teach responsibility and preserve the relationships And there are ways to react that damage the relationships. This is convicting stuff for a podcast. But I assure you, if I hadn't struggled with patience, I would not have anything useful to say on the matter. I've had to learn so much that I wrote a book about it. I think you won't be surprised when I observe that we humans are not born selfless, patient, diligent, generous, nor obedient. Hopefully, you can say with me, No... I don't have the patience to homeschool, but I am learning and growing in patience every day, and so are my kids. And I have the added bonus that I don't have to pack lunches. Happy homeschooling, Canada! Thank you so much for listening. You can find helpful links and show notes for this episode at our website, CanadaHomeschools.com. Please share this podcast with your friends and leave a rating and positive review on your podcast provider. This will help others find their dose of inspiration and encouragement. Happy homeschooling, Canada!